The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What are the different Jewish festivals in the Bible? There are seven Jewish festivals or feasts outlined in the Bible. While they are mentioned throughout Scripture, we find instructions for all seven laid out in Leviticus chapter 23. Leviticus 23 verse 2 refers to the seven Jewish festivals, literally appointed times, also called holy convocations. These were days appointed and ordained by God to be kept to the honor of His name. These times of celebration are important, not only for Israel, but also to the overall message of the Bible, because each one foreshadows or symbolizes an aspect of the life, death, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The book of Leviticus contains God's instructions to His chosen nation Israel on how they were to worship Him. It contains detailed instructions about the duties of the priests, as well as instructions on observing and obeying God's law and the sacrificial system. God designated seven specific feasts that Israel was to celebrate each year. Each one of these festivals is significant, both in regards to the Lord's provision for His people and in regards to the foreshadowing of the coming Messiah and His work in redeeming people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. While Christians are no longer under any obligation to observe any of the Old Testament feasts, we should understand their significance and importance nonetheless. The feasts often began and ended with a Sabbath rest, and the Jews were commanded not to do any customary work on those days. Both the normal weekly Sabbath and the special Sabbaths that were to be observed as part of the Jewish feasts point us to the ultimate Sabbath rest, which is found only in Jesus Christ, it is a rest that Christians experience through faith in the finished work of Christ upon the cross. Beginning in the spring, the seven Jewish feasts are Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Firstfruits, the Feast of Weeks, the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. The Jewish feasts are closely related to Israel's spring and fall harvests and agricultural seasons. They were to remind the Israelites each year of God's ongoing protection and provision. But even more importantly, they foreshadowed the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Not only did they play significant roles in Christ's earthly ministry, but they also symbolized the complete redemptive story of Christ, beginning with His death on the cross as the Passover Lamb, and ending with His second coming, after which He will tabernacle or dwell with His people forever. Here is a brief summary of the spiritual significance of each of these seven Jewish festivals or feasts. It is interesting to note that the first three occur back-to-back, almost simultaneously. The Feast of Unleavened Bread starts the very day after Passover is celebrated. Then, on the second day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Firstfruits begins. Passover reminds us of redemption from sin. It was the time when Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, was offered as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. It is on that basis alone that God can justify the ungodly sinner. Just as the blood of a lamb sprinkled on the doorpost of Jewish homes caused the Spirit of the Lord to pass over those homes during the last plague in Egypt, so those covered by the blood of the Lamb will escape the spiritual death and judgment God will visit upon all who reject Him. Of all the festivals, Passover is of the greatest importance, because the Lord's Supper was a Passover meal. In passing the elements and telling the disciples to eat of His body, Jesus was presenting Himself as the ultimate Passover lamb. The Feast of Unleavened Bread followed immediately after Passover and lasted one week, during which time the Israelites ate no bread with yeast in remembrance of their haste in preparing for their exodus from Egypt. 
In the New Testament, yeast is often associated with evil. And just as Israel was to remove yeast from their bread, so are Christians to purge evil from their lives and live a new life in godliness and righteousness. Christ, as our Passover lamb, cleanses us from sin and evil, and by His power and that of the indwelling Holy Spirit, we are freed from sin to leave our old lives behind, just as the Israelites did. The Feast of Firstfruits took place at the beginning of the harvest and signified Israel's gratitude to and dependence upon God. According to Leviticus 23, verses 9-14, an Israelite would bring a sheaf of the first grain of the harvest to the priest, who would wave it before the Lord as an offering. Deuteronomy 26, verses 1-11, states that when the Israelites brought the firstfruits of their harvest before the priest, they were to acknowledge that God had delivered them from Egypt and had given them the promised land. This reminds us of Christ's resurrection, as He was the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. Just as Christ was the first to rise from the dead and receive a glorified body, so shall all those who are born again follow Him, being resurrected to inherit an incorruptible body. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 35-49. through The Feast of Weeks, or Pentecost, occurred fifty days after the First Fruits Festival and celebrated the end of the grain harvest. The Greek word Pentecost means fiftieth. The primary focus of the festival was gratitude to God for the harvest. This feast reminds us of the fulfillment of Jesus' promise to send another helper, John 14, verse 16, who would indwell believers and empower them for ministry. The coming of the Holy Spirit fifty days after Jesus' resurrection was the guarantee that the promise of salvation and future resurrection will come to pass. The indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in every born-again believer is what seals us in Christ and bears witness with our spirit that we are indeed joint heirs with Christ. Romans 8, verses 16 and 17. After the spring feasts conclude with the Feast of Weeks, there is a period of time before the fall feasts begin. This time is spiritually symbolic of the church age in which we live today. Christ's sacrifice and resurrection are past. We have received the promised Holy Spirit, and now we await His second coming. Just as the spring feasts pointed toward the Messiah's ministry at His first coming, the fall feasts point toward what will happen at His second coming. The Feast of Trumpets was commanded to be held on the first day of the seventh month and was to be a day of trumpet blast, Numbers 29, verse 1, to commemorate the end of the agricultural and festival year. The trumpet blasts were meant to signal to Israel that they were entering a sacred season. The agricultural year was coming to a close. There was to be a reckoning with the sins of the people on the Day of Atonement. The Feast of Trumpets signifies Christ's second coming. We see trumpets associated with the second coming in verses like 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Of course, the sounding of a trumpet indicates the pouring out of God's wrath on the earth as well in the book of Revelation. Certainly, this feast points toward the coming day of the Lord. The Day of Atonement occurs just ten days after the Feast of Trumpets. The Day of Atonement was the day the high priest went into the Holy of Holies each year to make an offering for the sins of Israel. This feast is symbolic of the time when God will again turn His attention back to the nation of Israel after the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and all Israel will be saved. Romans 11, verses 25-26. through 26. The Jewish remnant who survived the Great Tribulation will recognize Jesus as their Messiah 
as God releases them from their spiritual blindness and they come to faith in Christ. The Feast of Tabernacles, or the Feast of Booths, is the seventh and final feast of the Lord. It took place five days after the Day of Atonement. For seven days the Israelites presented offerings to the Lord, during which time they lived in huts made from palm branches. Living in the booths recalled the sojourn of the Israelites prior to their taking the land of Canaan. This feast signifies the future time when Christ rules and reigns on earth. For the rest of eternity, people from every tribe, tongue, and nation will tabernacle or dwell with Christ in the new Jerusalem. Revelation chapter 21. While the four spring feasts look back at what Christ accomplished at His first coming, the three fall feasts point us toward the glory of His second coming. The first is the source of our hope in Christ, His finished work of atonement for sins, and the second is the promise of what is to come, eternity with Christ. Understanding the significance of these God-appointed times helps us to better see and understand the complete picture and plan of redemption found in Scripture. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.